Hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. It's our podcast again. Yeah. No, coming back to podcast um, right at you. What's our name? Too scared sibling. <laughs> <laughs> Who Welcome are we? Back. We have no identity. I forget. It's Sometimes. the Hazel purring in the background podcast because my kitty snuck into the closet, which I fixed. I fixed the foam. Yeah, it, it was looks like great. a lot of labor, and um, she's just she's just going to town in there. Just in there. She's it fucking just looks up like the, the foam. foam is moving. That's all. It looks I like. know because she's trying to make a little hut for her tiny cat self. That's really cute. Oh we need gosh. better circumstances she's, than this, though. We do. She's really adorable, but this is like this is bad. What are you afraid of? Tell me everything. Tell me everything. I'm afraid of lighting myself on fucking fire because I, I keep you dropping did that my. Last night. I know. I almost did today too. <laughs> and this has nothing to do with even like being on meds or drinking too you much. Didn't even have I just, just keeps happening. Last night it was like my of the cherry scarf. has been flowing. Yeah, like and today it was because of my blanket. Oh. And it just, I moved slightly and it flung the whole dang cherry right off and onto <laughs> the blanket and slightly burned the blanket, which is fine because it's a shit blanket, so who cares? But so like, you're just trying to self-immolate. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, that was something I was determined to do at one point in life. Well, it's, it's a goal. Yeah. That you can have. I was like, okay, if I'm going to commit suicide, this is 13-year-old me's logic. Then I have to do it by self-immolation. So that deterred me from committing suicide for my whole that life. That would, because that's like the most That's the worst way, way to go. Yeah. Also, you might bring the whole house down with you. Oh, I wasn't going to do it in the house. Casting I was going to do it in front of parliament, like a reasonable person. Like a normal person. Yeah, no. <laughs> Who isn't actually trying to make a political Look, statement. I was, I, no, I can't, I mean, I've hated politicians instinctively even before knowing economics so no it, uh. it was a statement from 13 year old me that would have been like i'm suicidal for a completely different reason than this but fuck politicians <laughs> like that I was like it that. yeah that was completely it so what are you afraid of though i'm trying to tell think me. i just suddenly realized i also have to tell something yeah no you've got a lot of fears come on um, you know you do there's so many i'm afraid of Printer's not working out. <laughs> yeah. Dysfunctional Wi-Fi. That's what I You know I'm, what? You know we what? all are. Whatever. That might this be lame. This is the information but age. No, yeah. everyone's like shivering right now. Everyone's like, like, fuck, if I couldn't log to. into Twitter. Oh. Well, every time my talus goes out even a little bit, I can't watch my show yeah, rain. No. It like nope. takes me 20 minutes to restart everything. I know. That is hard I mean, living. How are you going to survive, Andrea? <laughs> <laughs> You can't access rain. I can't watch Bob's Burgers. I know. It's hard. And this is tragic. Yeah. Guys, no. help. And we're in a fucking closet. Send help. Okay. The closet thing actually is kind of weird. So, Ren. <laughs> yes. You know how I really, really, really like... Am I am I driving you to drink? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you know how I really, really like murder? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's this other thing I like, and I really want to get it off my chest. Is this... Podcast? Um, I like myths. Oh, me too. Yeah, and I thought this might be time to like, confess. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> are you doing a shout out by any chance? No, oh, but maybe. like literally, I like myths too. If you guys like murders and myths, uh, there's a podcast for you. Check out Murder and Myths. Uh, it's a podcast that talks all about that sort of thing. It's kind of like eerie myths and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, if you're into like horror and also myths, which is and totally murder. what I'm into. They're yeah. great, actually. I listened to them today, and it's, it's a good podcast. So here's a little clip from them. 
Yes, here is Murder and Myths. This is Kimberly. And I'm Kristen. Hosts of the Murder and Myths podcast. In our podcast, we tackle a common theme and bring you two stories. One of true crime, where I discuss murder and unsolved cases. And one of mythology, where I delve into the darker side of Norse, Egyptian, and other lesser known mythos. You can find us on Twitter at Murder and Myths and our website, murderandmyths.com. Our new episodes are available on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Spotify. So please leave us a review and let us know what you think. And don't forget, come for the murder and stay for the myths. Uh, and hello. Okay. Yes, hello. Hello. So, yes. Uh, yeah, so, so listen that, to them. Yeah, they're no, awesome. Go for it. Actually, yeah. Yeah. No, and their really episodes aren't three days long like some of ours, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you actually can like listen to them and then like not and you can be there come. for five years and like yeah. you can move on with your day and you don't have to like <laughs> shave your beard at the end of one episode so. not like us <laughs> yeah you're set you won't have a five o'clock shadow by the time one episode is done <laughs> yeah like us yeah, yeah you're set yeah. yeah all right so today we have some shit for you we do mm-hmm. some very good shit yeah some very good shit i'm gonna tell you all about the Hammersmith ghost murder. This better be scary. Andrea played it up like a lot, and it's I'm kind of like it and be... murder. Well, I mean, together. but that could mean a lot of things. And Hammersmith. Well, that actually does sound <laughs> alarming. That's almost as scary as Chadwick's, but I know. not quite terrible. Chadwick's is scarier. Hammersmith. Huh. That just reminds me of a song. It's but like... people that make hammers. Is it? Isn't like? Oh, wasn't that? Was it the big booties? Don't lie. Fuck. What? You know what? <laughs> I'm fucking up a, a DJ. A DJ's name. DJ Hammer. Oh. I, I thought it was Hammer Smith for a second there. I it's really definitely fucked not this up. Smith. I fucked this up so bad. This is wrong. You know I mean, what? I just like insulted butts everywhere. Is that? <laughs> How uh, did I, do? I think that's Sir Mix-a-Lot. Wait, what? Yeah, I like Okay, there was a hammer. Big. Uh, there is a. There is. Wait, there's there a is hammer, a hammer something. Hammer. Is it Hammersmith? Um, rapper. Yeah, there's a DJ Hammer something. MC Hammer. Fuck. Yes. I wasn't even close. He's a hip hop artist. Yeah, he did a, a song. But Was it's it Sir Mix a Lot that does the MC booty Hammer? Which one did he do? Because it was like a famous '90s song, and I, I mean, thought it had to do with butts, but like, no, it, that was the other. They guy. all have to do with butts. Okay, butts. but like, oh, that's, can't touch this. That's Doom. yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no, I knew it was a can't popular song. For some reason, my mind only cares about butts. Yeah, well, I know. So that's like everybody. Yeah, so it's that's, okay. That's the world. I mean, <laughs> let's face it. My priorities are in perfect order. They are. That's um, butts. Butts and then cats. Yeah. And then it's butts again. That's the top three. Yeah, and then cats again. Yep. Nope. There you go. There's only three. Butts, it's, cats, butts. It's top three and also four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. You can have a bonus priority, which is just a duplicate of your second. <laughs> which is just priority. cats again. Yeah. <laughs> Kitties. <laughs> I rephrase it. It's different. <laughs> So, yeah, okay, tell me about the Hammersmith ghost murder that okay. was not by the guy who did who did Can't Touch This. He, no, it's not. Can I touch it's this? It's not MC Hammer. I'm it's Hammersmith ghost, ghost murder. murder. Yeah. Here okay. we go. So, from November 1803 on for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. there were reports of sinister ghost haunting in a graveyard in Hammersmith, West London. So that's so where it got its name. 1803. Yeah. 
1803. That was kind of a mediocre year for me. That was like junior high or something. So I think it was a good year for me. Yeah, um, it would have been high school for you. Yeah, it was high school. Yeah, 1817 <laughs> was when I had my stride. <laughs> I'm not okay. letting that go ever. That's my I joke. know. Yeah. I know. I... Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. Sorry. So the locals said that there was a figure dressed in white. Of course. Um, that would like haunt the graveyard. Sometimes it was wearing like a, also wearing a calfskin garment with horns and had large glass eyes. Okay, that's actually gross. Yeah. The ghost has large good. glass eyes. Yeah. Ew. So it emerged from the shadows to moan, wail, and writhe when people went by. Me too. And a pregnant woman actually said she was physically attacked as she walked by the churchyard, and so did an elderly woman. And apparently they were both so scared they died from shock a few days after this happened to them. Holy shit. Which well, maybe fuck. in 1803, I mean, they were more delicate. People were faint. Women were fainting all over the place, right? Well, they were trained to. They I mean, also that, had that was really tight apparently attractive. Tight yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did have tight corsets, and also it was considered attractive to be that delicate. So, so then you just, just like purposely it, fainted. I would purposely faint to get out of it all, I'd like everything. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, this marriage is too much for me. Yeah, gonna faint. Ah, uh, too bad. I fainted through the whole night. thing, so I didn't. I didn't have to do it. Yep. <laughs> it, it, yeah. I didn't have to bore an heir. Ugh. God. I was going to say barren air, which would be more appropriately grammatic, but like. <laughs> Born air. It, it rhymed and I felt bad saying it. Yeah. You should. You should feel bad. I do feel bad. Also, so, I have no uterus, so like I don't know how that would work, but you know. It wouldn't. I want to do the fainting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a brewer's servant also testified that while they were walking through with a companion close to 9 p.m. A companion. Yeah. This like, is a courtesan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Close to 9 p.m., something rose from behind a tombstone and seized them, seized him by the throat. The companion Ew. turned around, at which point the ghost, um, and this is in quotes, gave me a twist round and I saw nothing. I gave a bit of a push out with my fist and felt something soft like a great coat. What the fuck? Yeah, so he actually like fought the ghost. And there, this sounds like someone just throwing a doll at some way. Some... But he got Yeah, choked. with, like, glass eyes, but, like, maybe the doll oh. was, like, I don't know. Dressed like a creepy-ass doll and I mean, strangling people. Or something. I don't know. Maybe they just threw a fucking doll and its arms wrapped around. I don't know. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> this sounds like someone that's assaulting very people with man. dolls. You could be choked <laughs> out by a doll. <laughs> well, it was the 1800s, and if the women were all getting it to was faint, just like I don't see why we couldn't A too. raggedy Anne. <laughs> Those Ye are old raggedy and those what? are hefty dolls, right? So <laughs> well, glass eyes <laughs> feels like a plushie. Come on, like what else is it? Like I will tell you. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you. Thank you. Okay, so on December 29th, <laughs> William Girdler, who was a night watchman, saw the ghost while he was near Beaver Lane, and he started chasing it, and the apparition threw off its shroud and escaped from him. Ooh. And once a wagon driver saw it and abandoned his horses and his horse and passengers he just like ditched them i love the idea of that happening in modern times like on a bus like your driver's just like shit saw a ghost throws it into park and jumps out the door like he's like fuck i think i saw go bye (laughs) he just leaves you're just like um he coming back (laughs) this is the 1800s equivalent of that that's exactly what that is so Okay, I lost 
in my mind. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know you did. So, it's fine. Oh, okay. So it was yeah. said, like, people thought that it was the ghost of a man who had committed suicide by cutting his own throat the previous year. And he had been buried in the Hammersmith churchyard. Oof. And the reason that they thought it must be him is because when you commit suicide, people said you should not be buried in consecrated ground what? because it was, like, because it's like a sin. Or it is whatever. like a sin, right? So then your soul wouldn't be at rest. That's ridiculous. But he was buried in consecrated ground, even though he Which committed suicide. He had the right to be. So He's still is, a person. Like, yeah, but this was the theory, right? Yeah, I get that. But like, did he also scoop? Did he also have two glass eyes and like feel like well, a plushie? Like, was he a fucking booba? Like, what? This is very confusing. Yeah. But, okay. Okay. So. They didn't have organized police force at that time. So yeah. a, a group of men formed into armed patrols to try and apprehend this oh boy. apparition. I can and see it included that Yeah. It included a twenty nine year old named Francis Smith. So on January third, eighteen oh four, around eleven PM, Smith went patrolling and he met up with William Girdler, the night watchman. Um, Smith was armed with a shotgun and he told Girdler he was gonna go look for the ghost and Girdler said <laughs> he would shoot it. Yeah, he's going to shoot it. And <laughs> I don't know what they thought about ghosts in this day, but clearly they thought they could be shot. Okay, keep going. Hey, you don't know. Okay, it's funny, though. Okay. So Girdler said that he would join him after he had called the hour at 11 p.m. So this was happening right before 11 p.m. And then yeah. they went their separate ways. <clears throat> and there goes my voice. That's okay. I'm going to shoot this here ghost on my property. Well, in Supernatural, you can shoot it with salt. Rock salt. I was going to say, did they fill the gun with rock salt or silver or something or iron? No, it sounds like it's just bullets. Okay, well, all I've learned from Supernatural apparently didn't land with the 1800s people. So, like, obviously they're just. They fucked up and they need to cash up on season 500 (laughs) or whatever they're on. Of Supernatural. Yeah, so So, here you go. Finally, um,. He saw what he thought was the ghost dressed all in white, and he challenged him and asked his identity. <laughs> and he got no answer, but the ghost advanced toward him. Oh. He, so he thought he was going to be the next victim of this ghost, yeah. so he shot him. Oh, no. And at first he was probably relieved because it actually did stop the ghost. Oh, uh, no. But closer inspection revealed that it wasn't a ghost, it was a man, and he was dead. Nah, I knew it, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this. You probably shouldn't. There was really only one way this could go. Yeah, there's. I mean, well, the other way it could go is that you defeated the ghost because you shot it. There were two ways, Andrea. (laughs) No. You can't shoot. Sometimes you could just shoot a fucking ghost with a bullet (laughs) or anything. (laughs) Rock salt. Okay, so. I stand by rock salt and iron. Girdler and Smith's neighbor. John Locke and a guy named George Stowe came out and met Smith, who appeared very much agitated, and advised (laughs) him to go home. So the victim was identified as Thomas Millwood, who was 29. He was a plasterer and was wearing a white work uniform. It had been washed very clean, so it was very white. He had been heading home from visiting his parents and sister. According to his sister, immediately after seeing him off, she actually heard Smith challenging him, saying, Damn you, who are you and what are you? Damn you, I'll shoot you. (laughs) Because that's what you say. Wow, the 1800s, I like that. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. You know, for every, like, weird show that I think is corny for a line like that. Yeah. Damn you. People did actually say that. I know, because people were corny. Damn you. Yeah, people people were were corny. corny. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. So, so shit. Smith he just had murdered a man his age. He had uh, shot him in the left lower jaw, oh. and Smith was charged with murder. So okay. there were some strange legal proceedings going on um, during the trial at the Old Bailey. The defense raised the question of whether a man can be blamed for his actions if he used force as a result of an unreasonable but mistaken belief. Um, so can you be blamed for something? If you thought it was a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's like an unreasonable belief. Can you be blamed if you use... Yeah, ghost okay. panic law. Like, so what? Okay. Yeah, I'm sure they are trying to include more than just ghosts. Okay. So I'll give you an an example. Oh, yes, please do. Later on. You said you were going to scare me, but this is hilarious. Okay, keep going. It it is funny, but it sounded scary when I first found it, and then I started researching, and I couldn't stop. (laughs) I like it. It Uh, It's my favorite His defense was like he was acting in good faith, right? Yeah, he thought it was ghost. So Mrs. Fulbrook, who was um, someone who knew the victim, basically, I think it was his sister, yeah. Uh, she said she had warned Thomas to cover his white clothing on the walk home as um. he had been mistaken for the ghost on previous occasions. Okay, so he kind of knew that he was like ghost Taking looking. his life in his hands, yeah. Yeah, because it's the 1800s and apparently wearing white can get you shot. So. Yeah. So she Fuck. said, and this is a quote, On Saturday evening, he and I were at home for he lived with me. He said he had frightened two ladies and a gentleman who were coming <laughs> along the terrace in a... Why is two ladies and a gentleman funny? It's just, just the way it's phrased. It's Are like, you damn high? you. <laughs> no, I'm actually not. <laughs> okay. This is just a really funny story. All Because I'm picturing it as though it's a movie. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why did he look like he had okay. glass eyes to these people? But keep going. I don't understand that part, and I don't think it's actually explained. Okay. But, okay, so she says, on Saturday evening, he and I were at home, for he lived with me. He said he had frightened two ladies and a gentleman who were coming along the terrace in a carriage, for that the man said, he dared to say, there goes their ghost, <laughs> that he said he was no more a ghost than he was, and asked him, using a bad word, did he want a punch of the head? I begged of him to change his dress. Thomas, says I, as there is a piece of work about the ghost and your clothes look white, pray do put on your greatcoat that you may not run any danger. Okay, that's why this whole thing is funny, Andrea. This is the um, so, this logic is spoke. of a woman, and he didn't listen. Yeah, no, and but I mean, just the way it's phrased sounds like a quote from Dracula. I know. That's how they talked. Or at least that's how it was written down after they spoke. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's, I mean, that would be a lot that you'd have to say. Like, if, when you go to the bathroom, you have to be, I privy thee. Yeah. Be the washroom I go. You would never like, say that. Yeah. Not no. in the 1800s. Um, so they gave many, like people gave many examples of Smith's good character, but the judge said the state of his character was irrelevant, Mm. that he said that malice wasn't required for murder, merely the intent to kill. So he had meant to kill. He just hadn't meant to murder Thomas. Um, he said he had neither acted in self-defense nor had he shot him by accident. He'd not been provoked or attempted to apprehend him, uh, so he basically told the jury that they had to say that he was guilty if they believed the facts that were presented by the witnesses. I mean, but the jury was like, I don't know. I think it should be manslaughter. But the judge yeah. was like, nope, I do not accept that. You have to go back and return with a guilty verdict. So this is really <laughs> not – I don't know why That's the jury was works. even there. Uh, yeah, no. What? Yeah. I mean, that still happens today. Wow. 
So like, yeah, why, what, why the fuck do juries have to go there? Why, why? I don't know. Yeah, why make, why bore a whole bunch of people for like 18 hours well, and just so you can not like, pay them less them. than what they make at their jobs and like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just takes them away. In the States in some places, you don't get paid. You just have to fucking go. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you didn't get paid in the States. I had a friend in North Carolina who had to go and they needed a friend to talk them through it because they were so anxious the whole time and they didn't get paid. Well, I don't know jury duty. that you definitely get paid, but you get paid if you are being taken away from a job. Mm, okay, they didn't have a job at the time, so yeah. that's probably why. You don't get paid if you, I don't, I think it's just like. <laughs> that's garbage. I yeah. hate that. So. Anyway, yeah. So the judge decided this. And yeah. So the jury was basically like, he was given a sentence of hanging and dissection what? initially. What? But the judge reported um, that he would go like to go to the king and by royal pardon the sentence was changed to years hard labor because the judge obviously was like well he is guilty <laughs> but he, but he shouldn't to. be yeah. executed yeah he was just so what dumb. about the ghost Tell do you want to know all about the I ghost i do i want to know who got this man shot and i'm yes. blaming the ghost so there was a shoemaker named john graham and he came forward saying it was he who was donning white a white sheet and stalking the graveyard. He was doing it in revenge against his apprentices who had terrified his children by telling them ghost stories. Now I will tell you about a haunting that has resulted from all of this. Well, what the shit? Okay. So the Black Lion Pub is haunted to this day by the spirit of Thomas Millwood. Yeah. Um, because his body was taken there after he it, he was killed. It's where the surgeon, Dr. Flower, examined him on January 6th and pronounced him dead to or pronounced his death to be the result of a gunshot wound on the left side of the lower jaw with small shot about size number four, one of which had penetrated the vertebrae of the neck and injured the spinal marrow. See, how are they able to know these things in 1803 and still, like, say shit like, like, well, what they've said throughout this whole dang thing? (laughs) I don't know. I mean... This is weird. They still had, like... How is dissection and execution sentence? I'm not what exactly sure mean? what they mean by dissection. If it's like yeah. hanged. And then like examined to and make then sure chopped you're hung. Up? I don't know. Hunged. Hanged. Yeah. No. Yeah. What? I don't know. Huh. Uh, okay. So Thomas, the ghost, likes to whisper patrons' names in their ears, tap Ugh. them on the shoulder, and make loud bangings and footsteps in the rooms above the bar. Ew. One owner said that he felt him walk right through him, So, Ew. and it was oh like a gosh. cold breeze that went all the way to his bones. Yikes. Now, this whole thing had an effect on UK law. Because <laughs> there's a question as to whether acting on, mis- on a mistaken belief is a sufficient defense to criminal to like a criminal charge. Yeah. And this was debated for more than a century until it was clarified oh. at a court of appeals in another case in the 80s. Um, the appellant Gladstone Williams had seen a man dragging a younger man violently along the street while mm. the young man shouted for help. Mm. So this guy saw it and he thought an assault was taking place and he intervened and injured the assailant yeah. who was actually apprehending a suspected thief. Okay, so, that's... Still yeah, so Gladstone Williams was convicted of assault causing bodily harm, but the appeal was allowed and the conviction was quashed. Good. And this was written into law in the Criminal Justice and Immigration Act 2008. I mean, in that case, I'm kind of glad because you shouldn't be, like, treating a thief with violence. Like, you can just apprehend them. You don't need to 
drag them and beat the shit out well, of them. Well, yeah, and it's the like, 80s, so it's not like Yeah, the it's 1800s. not like the 1800s where they're like, we're going to hang you for stealing a boat. But like, yeah. yeah. Well, and you like, would see people in the street. They'd be like dragging kids by their ears if they were like yeah. stealing. And like assault is worse but than theft. But in the eighties, you like, can't just like <laughs> grab somebody. No, like assault is worse than theft. Like yeah. when you do that, you're being way worse than the girl who like pocketed some eyeliner from Walmart. Like, I did that. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's it's always eyeliner. It was recently. It wasn't eyeliner, actually. I think it was lipstick. Oh, recently? Andrew. <laughs> I mean, she has never done an illegal thing in never, her life. Ever. What is against the law? What is law illegal? Yeah, I only that's know the legal works. things. Me too. I and only, that's all I do. Yeah, we only do the legal things <laughs> and never the illegal things. <laughs> To quote an old episode, because we quote ourselves. That's how cool we are. Yeah, we and, are awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're very impressive. I also have something that's kind of gross, hey. but also funny. It's uh, I'm your absurd. Assistant. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. My beautiful assistant. I am. That's kind of a sad like lot in life. Like uh, women just get to be the beautiful assistant. I know. No matter what, when they're with Actually, a male partner. Actually, I was partner. thinking of hiring a a boy servant today. You should. Because I was like, I have to go to Walmart and get litter and a whole bunch of and spring water. by any chance. And I need somebody to put lipstick in their pockets for me. <laughs> and I don't and have I any pockets. And need to look sexy doing it. Damn it. Yeah, dang. Well, yeah, because <laughs> women don't get those. So nope. they're not allowed to have None pockets. None of my leggings have pockets. What's up with that? Hmm? I don't know. Leg- like sweatpants, leggings for men have pockets. Like, Why like do a skinny men's sweatpant. We have pajamas pockets. have Yeah, yeah, my Star Wars pajamas have pockets. See, and I like having pockets in pajamas, but if you think about it, nobody should actually need pockets in pajamas. No, but men's pajamas have them. The only reason I like pockets is because, like, if I'm waiting for a phone call and I'm vacuuming... You can have your cell phone I can have my cell phone right there and I can know if it's ringing. Yeah, but, but like, pajamas and pockets don't make sense. I never understood that either. Yeah. And whenever I wear my women's pajamas... That you can't put on your side table. It's what? that lipstick. That it's the lipstick. Right it's when you go yeah. stealing in your pajamas. <laughs> yeah, but only no. men are allowed to do it. Well, I mean, you have to wear your pajama pants to go to Walmart. It's it's, it's law. the law, and we only do what's legal. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have a request today. Yeah. So this is a request from one of our patrons, Yay, and patrons. I have abs- yes, thank you, patrons. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> this was absurd deaths, basically like the most ridiculously unnecessary deaths. <clears throat> I'm excited. And I can only do like, I love a when few. people die unnecessarily. I know. And these were all... Woohoo. They were something. <laughs> and like, you know what? There were even better ones than this, but I would have had to keep copying and pasting for like at least like 8,000 pages. There no, were so many. Well, yeah. that's not... Like I would, Surprising. I wouldn't be able to rewrite them because there are so many. I'd have to like literally copy paste the wiki and just like keep doing it because yeah. like it'd be a lot. Oh yeah, there are I'm sure millions. Well, I mean, there's like that show, a thousand ways to die, and I was like, yeah. there's got to be more than that. There are. They're gonna have to change the show's name when they get to a thousand because then it's gonna be thousands yeah. of ways to die. It's gonna be at least like ten million ways to die yeah. that are absurd because mm-hmm. there are a lot um some were murders some were a bit too sad so i didn't do them but i'll talk about them later but the ones i covered let's start with um this one's just interesting okay. kenji urada he was killed by a robot 
So Kenji Urata was a scientist aiming to fix <clears throat> a malfunctioning <laughs> robot who he didn't power down correctly before he was done for the day. <laughs> you know what? My throat needed it. Okay. And whose hydraulic arm pushed him into what was essentially a grinding machine. So, oh. or like, okay, so Urata was a maintenance worker at the Kawasaki Heavy Industries plant in Akashi. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, it was kind of like run by robots. Like a lot of robots did like basic tasks. Like they were, they were probably pretty like pretty rudimentary robots, yeah, right? They, but they had arms. This been new and- yeah. So, um, yeah, he died while checking the malfunctioning robot after jumping over a safety barrier, which was designed to shut down power to the machine when he, op- like, when it was opened. Yeah. He apparently started the robot inadvertently. So there are stories that say he was trying to fix it or that he did this accidentally. Okay. The robot, built by Kawasaki under a license from Unimation, pinned him between an adjacent machine. And then some sources claim that the robot had either, like, actually stabbed him in the back what? or crushed him in the machine. People aren't sure. Why would it stab him in the back specifically? Where did it get a knife? Other workers yeah. in the factory were unable to stop the machine as they're unfamiliar with its operation. So I think that he got pushed by an arm outstretching. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So International Newswire Service UPI reported Urara was the first human killed by a robot on December 8th, 1981. But he was not apparently the first. There oh. was another guy. But... um. The circumstances of his death were not made public until after investigation by the Hyogo uh, Labor Standards Bureau was completed. The investigation concluded that workers were not sufficiently familiar with the machines, and the machines were not sufficiently regulated. Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, the robot that killed Urada was removed from the Akashi plant, and man-high fences were erected around the other two robots in the plant in the wake of the accident. Yeah. There should also be more than one person who knows how to shut them down. Also, <laughs> if you've got robots with random arm pushing and you've got giant, like, machines that you can be pushed into that could kill a man, you yeah, you maybe don't want to have that. Like, yeah. maybe just don't. You need more safety precautions. Yeah, like, maybe just, I mean, if this is only a few robots, just hire people. Just give up on the robots. Yeah. Because like, uh, you don't know. What if they bump into someone and they fall into, like, a, the grinding machine? Or, like, like, a vat of acid. Yeah. Like, it that, sounds like this is a dangerous every place. Every single factory has a vat of acid that can turn you into a superhero. Is what uh, I've learned. What? Or the Joker. I mean, wouldn't it just turn <laughs> you into Harvey Dent, but you'd only need to, like, half fall into it? Who's Harvey Dent? Okay, I mean, I'm not actually offended because I don't give a shit about comics. But <laughs> sorry, guys. I don't either. Harvey Dent, uh, Two Face from Batman. Yeah, right. Half his face is right. like acided off, and for some reason they didn't try a skin transplant. I don't know. <laughs> okay. He like he flips They're a coin like, to decide what he if he does crime or not. It's really funny. Oh. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not supposed to be, but it takes all it of the decision making out of stuff. That's kind of nice. Yeah, no, he just flips a coin. There's no he's, stress. He's in the Dark Knight. Like, they do a good interpretation of him. They make the acid face look interesting, although I'm kind of still like, how did, why didn't they do a skin transplant? <laughs> it's yeah. so weird. He's just like, no, I like it. He's like, no, this is how I want, like, this scary skull eyeball. Like, how does that not hurt? And it's so <laughs> weird. It's so weird. But, like, <laughs> So the next one, I mean, this isn't less weird than, like, a fictional character. Sex with a horse. Um, Okay. Yeah. The human claw horse sex case 
was a series a series of incidents in 2005 involving series mm-hmm, okay involving on. Kenneth Pinion who survived 1960 to 2005 an engineer that worked for Boeing and resided in Gig Harbor Washington James Michael Tate a truck driver and unidentified other men so a bunch of people okay Pinion and Tate filmed and distributed zoophilic pornography of Pinion receiving anal sex from a stallion no. under the alias Mr. Hands Ow. <laughs> yeah I can't even imagine after engaging this activity multiple times over an unknown span of time Pinion received fatal internal injuries in one such incident yeah i'm surprised he didn't mm, the first time he got ruptured at one point but ah! yeah so he got ruptured and bled out internally because yeah well i mean that horse stick is the reasonable him. thing to happen yeah no it makes sense um the story was reported in the seattle times and was that was a weird way to say it <laughs> i don't like what i got was tired that? okay that was me being sweaty the seattle times <laughs> okay. and was one of that paper's most read stories of 2005 so a lot of people found out about this. Yeah. Well, it was informally. Interesting. Yeah, it would have been like junior high or something. So I'm not sure if I heard about not it. Not for me. Probably. It was university. You're so old. No, just kidding. <laughs> it was informally referred to as the human claw horse sex case. So that's where that came from. Pinion's death rapidly prompted the passing of a bill in Washington prohibiting both sex with animals. Yes. And the videotaping of such an act. That too, but first the other one. I mean, one. first the other one. Too. <laughs> like, it, yeah, that's more important to me. Um, under current Washington law, bestiality is now a Class C felony punishable by up to five years in prison. Thank goodness. Please don't yeah. fuck horses or any other critter. Oh. Don't have sex with things. I mean, no. the horse was fine, but it's gross and they're animals so they can't technically consent. So, like... Just I don't mean, fuck animals. Like, yeah, what's just don't wrong do it. I mean, they're not your species, so stop it. Yeah, it's weird, and I just... Why, though? <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. laying down the law, Draco, um, and that's pretty much his name, because oh. this was 7th century BC. Okay. Was the first legislator of the city of Athens in ancient Greece. He wrote laws that were to be enforced only by a, a court, which is probably the only court this was a long time ago <laughs> a <laughs> so. court being b court yeah okay <laughs> there was a court and it was ye old like ancient athens court so it was probably it was the court the only one mm-hmm. okay. this constitution replaced the system of oral law and blood feuding that had governed athens since the city was founded so draco's laws however were known for being harsh so maybe blood feuding was mm. better okay. i don't know the word draconian has come to mean unforgiving rules or laws draco established this legal system during the 39th olympiad in about 622 or 621 bc the laws he set uh, he, that he set formed the first written constitution of athens they are displayed in public so that nobody would be unaware of them Except for people who don't get out much, I guess. Or can't read. Yeah, exactly. This is, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) So the death penalty was the punishment for most crimes, because Draco is an asshole. Even minor ones. Plutarch states it was a lot for himself when asked why he had fixed the punishment of death for most offenses, answered that he considered these lesser crimes to deserve it. And he had no greater punishment for more important ones. Oh. So he's just like, 
Well, I can't think of anything. So I can't think of anything is. worse than death, so everything gets death. Yeah, like, he couldn't think of anything. He was just like, oh, I don't know, man, so fucking... Not much is known about Draco's life or who he was. The 10th century Suda text uh, tells a legendary story of his death, though. He was said to have died, and this is pretty much true, on the stage of the theater in Agona, in a traditional ancient Greek show of approval... His supporters threw so many hats and pieces of clothing and other gifts onto his head that he suffocated and died. What? Okay, I read about this. I didn't know that was yeah. the same guy that wrote the laws. Yeah, he, well, in ancient Greece, who knows what that means? Don't worry, I'm being careful of the court. It I'm sounds like it too. <laughs> that was probably planned. Yeah, his I mean. His peeps didn't like him. I know, I was just about to say, like, who were all these supporters who were like, yeah, I'm so glad you murdered my son for that tube of lipstick he stole from Walmart. Fuck <laughs> you, at like, Yeah. They throw a giant hat on stage. Like, really? Like, but I mean, there's, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was planned. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, Navarre. Yep. So, I'm sorry. I no, Okay, so I'm like look, reading too. over your shoulder because. You did, because this is an interesting Navarre one. Navarre was mentioned in Rain recently. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all part of like. Oh, shit. It's all part of the show. Well, Charles II of Navarre. Uh, so, yeah, he's the next one. Charles died in Pamplona, aged 54. His horrific death became famous all over Europe and was often cited by moralists and sometimes illustrated in illuminated manuscript chronicles, which sound like ancient cartoons. I don't know. Like, <laughs> there are several versions of the story varying in the details. This is Francis Blagen's English account of 1803 okay. so we're back to 1803 so quote he's called charles oh my charles god there's a cat the snoring in here i know i he's just heard snoring. and i was like she's like that come from <laughs> that so was cute. really cute okay so quote from uh francis blagin charles the bad having fallen into such a state of decay that he could not make use of his limbs, consulted his physician, who ordered him to be wrapped up from head to foot in a linen cloth impregnated with brandy, so that he might be enclosed in it to the very neck, as in a sack. It was night when this remedy was administered. One of the female attendants of the palace, charged to sew up the cloth that contained the patient, having come to the neck, the fixed point where she was to finish her seam, made a knot according to custom. But as there was still remaining an end of thread, instead of cutting it as usual with scissors, she had recourse to the candle, which immediately set fire to the whole cloth. Oh, no. Being terrified, she ran away and abandoned the king, who was thus burnt alive in his own palace. I read about that one. Mm -hmm. And there's another one that what? like kind of tells of it, too. Ugh. Frustrating. Yeah, John Gassell's moralistic version states, He was now 60 years of age and a mass of disease from the viciousness of his habits. To maintain his warmth, his physician ordered him to be swathed in linen, steeped in spirits of wine, and his bed be warmed by the pan by a pan of hot coals. He had enjoyed the benefit of this singular prescription sometime in safety, but now, as he was perpetrating his barbarities on the representatives of his kingdom, quote, by the pleasure of God or of the devil, says Foissar, quote, again, the fire caught to his sheets, and from that to his person, swathed as it was in matter highly inflammable. Yeah, in this case, he was soaked in alcohol. Yep. <laughs> he was fearfully burnt, but lingered nearly a fortnight in the most terrible agonies. Oh. 
that's a long time to stay alive. <clears throat> um, yes, according to some people, it, he did not. It's not good. Like, why didn't someone like piss on him or something? Like, I mean, come on. Like, no one <sighs> threw a bucket of water on this. Like, but over I mean, Fortnite. Like, he like, was technically doused in <clears throat> brandy. Yep. Um, brandy or wine, alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been hard to put him out. It would have yeah. been hard to put him out. But I wonder if anyone You can't tried. just throw water on that like and let it and expect it to just I mean, mm. you'd have to throw a bunch of wet towels, but they probably didn't know that in 1803, so. No. Yeah, so someone probably tried and it probably just did nothing and that's I mean, all right. I you mean, could push them in dirt. What were the other sad ones you were going to Okay, so there were some <clears throat> there were some sad ones. Uh-huh. Uh, there were some murders that were just a lot. Like cuz they were accidental murders right no oh there was um, stupid murders well there was one where a guy i think he thought his wife was cheating and he was a zookeeper and he brought her to the zoo and told her that there was a special room you could view the lions in oh no and it had a panel of glass that separated people so it looked like they were watching correctly uh-huh. but he got her in there said he was going out for a smoke um the glass was pulled back and three hungry lions were released, and she was eaten alive, and it took her, like, two days to die, like, to fully die. I'm surprised no one took her out, but at first she, she had She was thought in that, there the whole time? Right? How did no one notice? slowly eaten to I guess death? this must have been a shit zoo, because no one went in and, like, took her out, but, like, like immediately, right? Sometimes they don't like, find them Nowadays, after. I know, but nowadays, like, the lions would sadly get shot. Because if they figured they it would. out. Yeah. Like, I heard of this one where it was like this guy disappeared <clears throat> at a zoo, but the lion enclosures are so big, right? And yeah, then she like she thought people were on the wrong side of the glass and was shouting at them like to watch out before she discovered she was the one, she was like, Oh. So that must weird. have landed hard. That's a terrible I don't know. I mean <laughs> You know what? If you loved someone which presumably you do if you care if they cheat on you that much. How could you do that to them? Like, yeah, even out of anger. Just leave Something them. like that. Yeah, just like break up with them or get revenge in a normal ass way, like by being rude on so Twitter. So did it turn like, out that she wasn't cheating on him? No, she was, but oh, like okay. once or twice or it's something. Just the way it you started it, it sounded like, because that would be... Well, that'd be even, even worse. More but like anyone who's willing to do that to another human being is evil. Yeah, that's so. Like, no wonder she was cheating on him. He was probably like a dick in other ways. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, if he could do that. Yeah, I'm sure he was do an that. asshole before. Yeah, like I understand that. being hurt by that and wanting revenge, but I, you know, when someone cheats on me, which doesn't happen because I'm beautiful, um, <laughs> right. it actually hasn't happened. But like. If they did, I can't imagine my first thought would be like, well, I'm going to feed them alive to lions. <laughs> like, Well, I think I'd be, be like, I'm going to, like, mean, kick their car in. Like, it sounds pretty, <laughs> like, uh, like, invo- like uh, kind of complicated to set up. And for- yeah. And then there was one that was too much, like, a shooting, but I'll just briefly mention it, where um, there is a fake town set up to be a shooting gallery, and a woman just kind of jumped into it. Because she thought it was, like, a real place. I think she was looking for something. And, like, a bunch of cops shot her a total of, like, 65 plus times, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and they their excuse was that they thought she was a, like, super realistic target popping up. Because yeah. it was one of those places, yeah. But you I told said you it was, like, in earlier. the 70s. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't 
early. How enough. realistic were the targets in the 70s? Well, that's what I was thinking. They were yeah, that's why I told moving you. Cardboard cutouts, right? Right? And I'm like, okay, what? Like, I imagine maybe the first guy shot by accident because he just saw movement. Yes. And then everybody else was like, well, I can't be the only one who didn't hit this target, even though in the back of their minds yeah. they're like, that is so not a target. Well, and cops are like this. Well, it's they're being trained mentality. to be like this too. Yeah, I it's mean that's why they keep mob mentality is wait, basically people. what it is. Is like you go along. Yeah, you go along, and they're kind of trained to I mean, have that mentality when you're times. on like yeah. the force or in the military or yeah, you are, which is bad training. <sighs> I just think it's a bad system. Like yeah, you shouldn't be training system. people to be like, yeah, kill something as much as possible. Yeah, as long as like your uh, teammate started it, you should all- definitely finish it. Yeah, no, like... And keep it going. You know what? Make sure if you start killing, you just keep on doing it. Just kill that thing. To keep killing. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah, and you know what? If a bystander gets in the way, oh, well. Like, because, <laughs> like, that's how that goes. Like, don't train people to be so fucking trigger happy. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, yeah, so, that's so there's a, a There's few. a moral to the story. There's always a moral to the story. Please don't shoot dumb people like who yeah. don't know that's a fake town because like you made a very convincing town <laughs> like so she wasn't dumb she either she like, was just like i, I just, just really want a snapple like, yeah. <laughs> where's the 7-eleven hey guys and they shoot her 65 fucking times like <laughs> this poor woman but uh, yeah so yeah but there i you think go. they got in trouble and also they if someone cheats on you, assholes. no matter how hurt you are, feeding them to lions is not the answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's complicated. You know what? Just, <laughs> just fuck up their car or something they own. Like, yeah. pee on their Xbox. I don't know. Just do something like that. Like That's just so gross, the feeding to lions thing. It's... It bugs me. I don't think you should kill in general, but that's like a Being really nasty way to just... do that. <clears throat> yeah, she was torn apart and was like alive for two days bleeding out, so like... From, like, being torn in pieces. So, like, this poor woman did not deserve this. And being eaten bit by bit. Yeah. No, being, like, this woman did not deserve this. I don't care <gasps> how much wonder, she is that what lion? You. Okay. Hmm? I don't want to think about it. So... It's because the dude was, was a zookeeper. So, actually, if he was a zookeeper, depending on how high up he was, maybe he was the one who was able to ignore it. Like, yeah. people would report it because they'd be seeing this woman getting eaten being like, holy shit. Like Maybe calling they just didn't them, see her, and they're probably just like, like he was probably like, oh, there's nothing in there, it's fine, like or something. Maybe, or maybe they dra- like they dra- dragged her off into yeah, like, a part so of the enclosure where you can't see. Well, people like, saw her arm or something, but yeah. yeah, I mean, they would leave behind evidence. But yeah. there have been other stories like that <laughs> where people didn't know for that. There have been other stories where people where people didn't know that lions had eaten somebody Ooh. for like months. Oh, my god! Until months later, they find, like, a human pelvis bone in there or something. Ugh. Oh, God. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, so on that positive note. That. Okay, my kitty, who is not a man-eating lion, although she probably likes to, like, dream that she is, um, <laughs> is cute and snoring and cuddled in the closet because she loves it in here. And I let her in here because she doesn't try to destroy the fuck out of it. So she's allowed. What? The this other is cat's dandelion, isn't it? No, this is Hazel. Oh. Hazel is Hazel surprisingly, too? yeah. Both of your cats snore. That's so they strange. do. They're sure. really cute, aren't they? Look at that. That's a. Hazel. That's not a cat. That's a piece of. Where is she? Oh, she nestled okay. right on in there. She's way in the back. Yeah, it's really cute. 
That's very cute. Okay, We're so go kiss my kitty. Follow us on Twitter, yeah, Instagram. And email us at two scared siblings at gmail.com. And Facebook, and we have a video, one whole video on YouTube. Yeah, one so go check whole that out. entire one. Yeah, you should check it out. We're cute. And just like, um, we're going to be doing more on that channel too Speak next month. Speak for yourself. I'm a hideous monster. I am speaking for myself. I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> okay. You, you're disgusting. The royal we. Yeah, no, no matter how much lipstick you steal, you'll never be able to cover up the fact. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, Andrea is beautiful. That's so mean. And people think we're twins, so I can't insult her without, like, fucking myself over. Like, it's strange, because... Yeah, because we're seven years apart. Yeah. So, like, I guess you just aged really well. Yeah, okay. or I aged really or badly. Or you aged really badly. <laughs> yeah, which is, like, in my 20s, There's I no look way like that guy is under old. 34. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy, because <laughs> I am uh, definitely not in my 30s. Yeah. yeah. And I... Totally am. And anyway. I keep getting ID, so either they're worried about 30-year-olds drinking these days, or... Um, or you don't look 30. No. I get ID'd, too. Yeah, I think so it's I, that I they worry about 30-year-olds well. drinking. Yeah, that is a huge problem. 30-year-olds <laughs> should not allowed, be allowed out past 11 You're allowed once you're 18, but we don't suggest it until you're 45. Yeah, between 18 and, like, 23... And then at 30, you just go wild. And they're like, no, you're not allowed until you're at least, like, 39. Yeah. Yeah. 39 is the re-legal age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Andrea meets that standard. I Um, do. And, yeah. Yeah, no, check us out. We're cute. And, uh... What was I going to say? I don't know. Email us. I feel like... Oh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, please. That helps a lot. It does. Comment... It really helps, yeah. Please if you comment, comment on iTunes, it actually boosts us. So yeah. we kind of like need that because people like to like and subscribe and whatever, but they don't like to comment because yeah. they're like lazy. Super, we need that boost. We're we're very insecure. Yeah, we do. I'm <laughs> insecure in all ways. Yeah. So feel sorry for me and leave a comment on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you. Two scared siblings. <laughs> all right. Bye, Sleep everybody. Well. Mwah. Mwah.